The Reinvent You podcast is designed to provide tangible advice that will help transform those who have experienced a divorce or a breakup into rediscovering their voice, regaining their power, and obtaining their freedom by focusing on mindset, emotions, finances, health, faith, love, parenting, and building meaningful relationships. These weekly talks are designed to assist individuals to become the best version of themselves in their personal lives, families, and professional environment. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining. going on everyone and welcome to episode 40 of the reinvent you podcast i'm your host tanya carter and thank you so much for joining me this week you know i just came in all excited on this episode i guess you know i'm gonna tell you why i'm so excited about this episode because you know for for those who who know or probably don't know this month of march is known Um, for Women's History Month. And the purpose of it is to recognize and acknowledge and and celebrate all the amazing contributions that women have made throughout American history. And when I think about Women's History Month and all the women who have made such great contributions, it really had me thinking about womanhood, which is probably why I'm so excited, and the importance of embracing your womanhood. You know, because when I think of womanhood, I'm going to tell you what I think what it is. I really think that it really is a positioning of your own personal unique power. That's what I think. Meaning that when you are positioning yourself into your own personal unique power, it's like an awakening that you have within you. And it allows you to acknowledge the beauty of your existence and taking the action to move towards those things that are in alignment with who you are and the life that you want to create. That's what I think about when it comes to embracing your womanhood. And when you step into your own personal power, this isn't to be confused with aggression and control or manipulation of being forceful. That's not, that's not what it is. That's actually on a total different side of really embracing your womanhood. It's about grace and love and integrity and obtaining self-confidence and being present and building meaningful relationships it's about um, awakening your inner strength and standing up for yourself when needed and being vulnerable and compassionate without losing yourself in the process you know that's that's embracing your womanhood and and the reason why this is very very important and vital is because as a coach I see when, when women are transitioning out of a relationship and you know it can really leave a lot of residue right some 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 residue of of hurt and fear and stagnation it it can do a lot and when you are in that place you either lost the power within you may feel like you've lost your personal power or you may also believe that you never had it in the first place Okay, because one of the most common things I hear, I hear I lost myself. That's what I hear a lot. I hear that so much. And when you lose yourself, you 
can easily forget your own personal unique power. And when you don't have that form of power, you won't be able to really embrace your womanhood and all it has to offer to its fullest because there is power in embracing your womanhood because this is what you don't want to do when you transition out of a relationship or a marriage. You don't want to live on autopilot. You don't. You don't want to be that person who's just going with the flow of things. You really want to be intentional. You don't want to live in constant fear. Or as if you don't have a choice or you don't want to live a life of mediocrity or a life with limited beliefs on what you can and cannot do. So the bottom line is you don't want to live a life that you absolutely hate. Okay, and that's the that's the God honest truth, because sometimes when things don't go in a way that we hope for, you can easily lose that hope. And when you lose hope, you lose your ability to move on in an intentional way that helps you get your power back or find that power you never had within. All right. And what I wanted to do today, I really wanted to give four things on what you need to do to embrace your womanhood. I really, really do. Okay. I want to give you four things. The first thing that I want you to do to embrace your womanhood is that you need to embrace your voice that's within you. Okay, that's the first one. You need to embrace your voice that's within you. Okay, so that voice that you have within you, it's time that you start embracing that voice. All right, because one of the things that can truly stop you from embracing your womanhood is the inability to use your voice. And when I refer, refer, when I refer to your voice, I'm speaking in terms of standing up for what you believe in, even if it makes other people uncomfortable. It's about communicating your needs. It's about being honest with what you want as well as what you don't want. It's about saying no and setting boundaries, but it's also about saying yes and welcoming in new opportunities. It's also about making decisions that are very hard, but you know that this is best for your well-being. And it's also about having those uncomfortable conversations to develop a level of understanding. Because there are times when I notice, like from my clients to my followers or to those who email or DM me, part of why their relationship turned into an unhealthy dynamic was not understanding that their voice really matters in the relationship from the beginning. And what happens is when you don't see that your voice matters in that relationship, you end up hurting yourself and actually playing down your womanhood. Because, and and I'm gonna tell you why people do this. One of the reasons why many women downplay their voice um, is because there's a fear. Like when you are in these relationships and you don't embrace your voice, deep down, there's a fear. You may fear that that person may leave you. You may fear that they don't like you. They won't like you anymore. You fear that you'll end up being alone. And you actually fear that if I confront this person, this will create a level of friction. So let me not confront to avoid any possibility of this relationship not being in my life. And what this does is that you actually think that not speaking is more of a positive reaction, but it actually does the opposite. And I'm gonna tell you what it does. Number one, it invites negativity in within yourself first. That's the first thing it does. Because even though you may not speak, you know deep down that you should. And over time, when you keep minimizing your voice, 
it creates buildup within you. You start to feel like a prisoner in your own mind. You start to become very emotionally intoxicated with yourself. You have a loss of inner peace. You feel a sense of emptiness within. And you actually start to constantly question yourself, which also develops a lack of trust within. And so when you actually don't utilize your voice, that's the first thing it does. It invites negativity within you. The second thing it does is that whatever is within you, it starts to show up externally. So all those things that I just mentioned about creating a negativity within you, now over time, it starts to show externally. So in other words, you are ready to explode at any given moment. And everyone and everything around you starts to take the heat from that if you're not careful. Like your kids, your job or your career, your family, your friends. I mean, it could be a perfect, perfect stranger that you are lashing out on just because of minimizing your voice over time. Or maybe someone who's actually interested in you. Okay, so so bottom line is this. Your voice actually does matter. And when you don't awaken that voice within that allows you to step into your power, it impacts how you show up in the world. Okay, it does. And that's the first thing. The first thing is that you have to embrace your voice within. The second thing you need to do to embrace your womanhood is that you must embrace change. Okay, you must embrace change. Here's the truth. The only thing in life that's constant is change. That's that's the truth. Like if you take an honest look around you, like if you take an honest look around you, nothing is the same, okay? And I'm convinced that many people want something different. I believe that. I believe that many people really do want something different, but they're not open to doing something differently, okay? And in order to want something different, you must embrace a level of change in your life because there is absolutely no way that you can fully embrace your womanhood and all it has to offer while doing nothing differently, all right? You, you, you must be willing to adapt and you must be flexible to things that challenge you as well as elevate you to a higher vibration of yourself. Because when you don't embrace change, you limit yourself to how much you can grow and evolve in your womanhood. And so you miss out on better opportunities from your job, to a relationship, to friendships, to a skill or a hobby that you're interested in. It's like you stay very stagnant to your growth and development. And you also become very paralyzed to fear because the more you resist change, the more challenging it can become to embrace it. You don't experience your greatness. You know, as I mentioned earlier about owning your unique personal power, that actually involves stepping into your to your greatness And in order to step into your greatness, you got to be willing to allow change to come into your life. You also miss out on taking ownership of your life when you don't embrace change, because when you embrace change, you become more of the driver of your life. Now, you're more of the driver now than the passenger. You and what this means is that you start to become more proactive and you actually realize that you have a choice on the life you want to live. See, ownership is a beautiful thing, but if you're not willing to go into the driver's seat of your life, then you won't allow yourself to really know that you can create the life that you want or step into your own unique personal power. When you embrace change, 
life actually doesn't seem to be boring anymore because change really makes life interesting. Because a lot of the time we are quote unquote bored because we're not allowing ourselves to get outside the normalcy of our current life. Because you live on this autopilot, you're going with the flow without a conscious intention on creating a space for something new. And people wonder why life isn't fun or exciting. You know, when it comes to your joy, you really have to create it and you have to constantly create that joy. Why? Because people, I'm going to tell you, people often look for the external to make them happy. They do. They always think that if something comes into their life, they will be happy. If I had this, I will be happy. But scientifically, only 10% of your happiness comes from those things. 90% of your happiness and joy comes within, right? So when something leaves or a situation has changed, a lot of the time people don't know how to adapt to change because it's always been this way. Like when something has always been this way, change is foreign to them. And because change is so constant in life, and you're not allowing yourself to be adapt, adaptive or flexible, you can actually lose your interest in life. And when you're so used to something being a certain way, you're not allowing yourself for things to be a different way. Because truthfully, by default, we are creatures of habit. That is the truth. We are really creatures of habit. And as crazy as this also may seem, it doesn't even matter what the habit is. So in other words, it can be an unhealthy habit. But because it's familiar and it's routine and it's what you know, some of us actually feel like we're in control over our lives because we already know what we're getting and we already know the outcome. And so when it's no longer there, you almost feel out of control. But the power in your womanhood is really in knowing that you have the ability to embrace something new. That is so important if you if if you want to really embrace your womanhood to its fullest. And so when it comes to embracing change and doing something different, this is what I challenge you to stop saying. Stop saying I don't have a choice because you do. Because when you don't choose, you're actually choosing not to make a choice. You're still making a choice, right? Stop saying I've always been this way. Just because you've always been a certain way doesn't mean that it's working for you. And when you want to embrace change, even though you may have always been this way, you don't have to always stay this way. Stop saying I'm scared. OK, change isn't easy, but understand that when you always keep putting out the energy that I'm scared, you won't allow yourself to embrace change. Stop saying I don't like something I've never done. You know, if you want something new, you have to do something you've never done before. And stop saying I tried something different before and it didn't work. Stop saying that. Because just because something didn't work doesn't mean something else won't work. Because when you talk like that and when you put that energy out there, those are change killers. <laughs> those are some straight up change killers, meaning that you will never embrace change when you when you have that mindset with you. Because because here's what I want to ask you. If you're tired of being where you are, then what would be the consequence of staying here? Okay, and, and I'm and I'm asking this question because when people tell me I'm stuck and I want some something new and I'm tired of being this way, then what's the consequence now? Because you do have to understand that if you don't open your mind and your heart to embrace something new, there's a consequence to your life. And that consequence is really not living your life 
to its fullest. And what you don't want to do is get to the very end of your life wishing you could have done something different. And so I challenge you to ask yourself, what would the consequence be if I really stay where I am now? A place where I don't want to be, a place that really isn't giving me or producing a life that I want. What would be the consequence of that? Okay, so that's the second one. The second thing you need to do in order to embrace your womanhood is that you have to embrace change. Okay, so the third one, the third one on embracing your womanhood is that you have to embrace being around other like minded women. Okay, that's the third one. You have to embrace being around other like minded women. When it comes to embracing your womanhood to its fullest, you got to surround yourself around women who have the same growth mindset and who's also taken that same journey of being better. Because sometimes I be, this is what I believe. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying I really believe that when it comes to our fears and our doubts and our challenges and our uncertainties, sometimes we feel like we are the only ones who feel this way. Like we're the only person who having this fear. We're the only person who having this doubt or this challenge or even this uncertainty. Like nobody else have it except for me. But this is something I can really guarantee. I can 100% guarantee you that there are many who are facing the same things. But here's where the difference lies. You have those who won't move and you also have those who will move. Okay. And those who decide to move hardly do it all on their own. Most likely their circle consists of other women who are facing their own challenges as well, but still pushing forward. Okay. And when you connect with other women who are on this journey, you're now around a different kind of energy. You know, I I talk about energy all the time. And when you're around a different kind of energy, that means you're around a whole different vibe. You're around a whole different set of attitudes, right? You're around different mindsets. You're around people who are problem solvers, right? People who are trying to find a solution, not stay focused on the problem. You're around people who are optimistic and you're around accountability partners. People are going to hold you accountable to what you say you're going to do. And when you are around that different kind of energy, that type of energy rubs off on you. Now, what I'm about to say next may sting a little bit, but hey, here's the truth. All right. Many of you who are listening right now, you want to grow because you wouldn't, you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast if you did. You want to grow and you actually know you need to grow. It's like you're craving for growth. You're starving for growth, but you're actually trying to do it in the exact same environment that you've outgrown. Okay. Like in other words, the women that you may associate yourself with, they may not be interested in growth, right? Like they may claim to want something new, but they're not going to do anything different, but probably still complain about life which we all know that doesn't do anything, but keep you exactly where you don't want to be. And so when you're around that kind of energy all the time, what do you think that does for you? Do you think that challenges you to grow? Absolutely not. It keeps you exactly where you don't want to be. And a lot of the times when people don't want to grow, this may sting a little bit too. When people don't want to grow, a lot of the times they're not too interested in your own growth. And these women that I'm referring to could be women who are very close to you. So these individuals can be your lifelong friends. They can be your family members. And for some, it can actually be your parents. And when it hits this close to home, like when it hits this close to home, you actually question whether or not 
if you should embrace that next level of yourself because those who are close to you aren't. And so what this does is that it actually plants a fear because you're so concerned about what they would say or what they may think. And for those who deep down feel this way, because you know you, right? And this is this is why this is matter, because you know yourself. You know yourself more than what anybody else knows about you. So if you feel this way, this is what I want you to know. I want you to know three things. The first thing is that those who you love that decided not to grow, they chose their path in life. And you should never make their choice not to grow cause you to stay where you are. Okay, that's the first thing you need to know. The second thing you need to know is that it isn't for them to understand. Like your growth isn't for them to understand because this is your journey and you're accountable for what you do or don't do with your life. Okay. The third thing is that you don't have to hate them. You don't have to stop speaking to them or even counsel, counseling them out. Cause you know, we live in such a cancel culture. It don't make no sense. You don't have to do any of that. If they choose not to grow, you still love them and accept them for who they are, but also love yourself enough to evolve. Okay. Because truthfully, this won't be the environment that helps you embrace your womanhood. And that's just the truth. You need to be around other women who are on that journey. And also, let me share this. Let me say this too, before I go to the fourth point. For those who say I'm a loner, I don't, you know, I don't really associate myself with other people. Let me ask you this. Has that truly worked for you? Because you can only go so far by yourself before you max out. You can only go so far with yourself before you reach your ceiling. Because I'm going to tell you something. No one was born to do it all on their own. You are not an island. And so much more gets accomplished when you really are around other like-minded women. You you don't have to figure it all out. You have help. And and some of us are so against seeking help because, you know, it's, it's it's often praised to figure everything out on your own and do everything on your own. But that's not really how... It works when you're trying to grow and develop. You need to get around other like-minded women. That's the beauty of help. Like some of us, it's taking us longer because we're trying to figure it all out on our own. But just imagine when you have like a certain kind of energy around you, like there's power in numbers and there's power in community. So I encourage you to start finding your tribe. I really do. I really do encourage you to start finding your tribe. I know some people say, well, what, how can I do that? Well, what can I do? Well, this is where you have to get creative, right? Especially during these times in COVID, some things are limited, but there's a lot going on, even from a virtual standpoint, there's free women groups on Facebook. So search for groups that are, that are women-based, that are positive, that is, that is designed to help you grow. You can start there. You can go to places like meetup.com. You can attend a woman's conference or an event. You can join a women's organization to get connected. For those who need healing, for those who need to start getting connected on that path, I have a group coaching program and it does start from there. And I've seen the beauty of the women in my group coaching program. I see how much they work together and come together as a group and how They are there to help and uplift and build each other. It's amazing to see 
allow yourself to get around other like-minded women that's going to help you grow and evolve, okay? So that's the third one. The fourth point, and this is my last point, is in order to embrace your womanhood, you must embrace your femininity, ladies. You have to. You must. It's necessary, okay? When I think of femininity, I like to refer it as an underrated superpower, I do. I really do. Um, and, and I don't think sometimes we understand the value in our feminine energy. And it makes sense. It, as crazy as it may seem, it really makes sense as to why we don't value it at times or we don't embrace it enough because our society now doesn't really um, it, it's not really glorified in society. You know, other things are glorified like independent superwoman and supermom and superwife and independent strong woman like that is glorified like every time you look up that's what's being out all the time and what happens is is that it forms a mindset into believing that you have to be in this mode of always doing you have to always be in this mode of doing and not enough of just being okay and when you're always in this mode of doing you're always busy. You're always in control. You're always working. You're always making something happen. Your focus is more outward than inward. You're always concerned about other people's wants and needs. You never carve out time for you. And you're always taking action towards something. And, and people might say, well, Tanya, is that bad? Well, it's not about it being bad. But think about it. If you're always in that mode of doing, when are you, you going to allow some space to just be that's the power of your feminine energy it's about being right it's about slowing down and receiving it's about understanding your inner power it's about realizing that your strength lies in your soul it's about knowing who you are as a woman it's about not suppressing your emotions all the time getting more curious about them because when you start to get more curious about your emotions that's another communication way for you It's about connecting within. And I know it can be a tough one because truthfully, I was like this myself. Um, I never um, I never was in that space of just being. I was always in that space of doing. I really was. And one thing I've noticed in 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 some of my clients that I've had the privilege in coaching is that some of them hardly ever been in that space of just being. And it it all depends on it's in its different reasons as to why it's not a cookie cutter answer. For some of for some of my clients, they've always taken on the responsibilities on a lot of things. So when you're always taking on responsibilities on a lot of things, you're always in a doing mode. You know, if you were the responsible person in your family, you're in a doing mode. If you were maybe a single parent for a long time or just always handle things, you may have always found yourself in the mindset of doing. OK, um, if you've been in a very off balanced relationship where it was maybe very one-sided, it could also create a mindset of doing it all. And it can also come from our families. Some of our mothers, you know, teachers, this type of stuff will kind of tell us like, do it all, be it all. Like you're super mom, you're super woman and you're strong. And when that is being constantly thrown at you, 
You're never in a place of just being. You're always going to come from a mode of doing. Okay. I mean, if you look at our movies, the songs, the media that has an impact on it. And for some people, based on their personality type, they just may naturally be that way. So if you're like a get it done type of person naturally and you want it done, you're just going to do it. (laughs) Right. Without even thinking. And so when people come into my program, it's interesting because. That entire program is all about being. It's all about being. It's all about openness and reflection and reception and compassionate and vulnerability and understanding and support and softness and surrendering, right? And when you go into doing to being, when you go from doing to being, you are definitely going to be challenged because now it's all about your inwardness. And what I encourage you to do I encourage you to consciously incorporate a balance of both energies because sometimes we think, okay, to embrace my femininity, that means there's no energy for for the masculine. And, And truthfully, we all have both energies, male and female. We have both energies. And what happens is the goal is to create a balance. In other and in order to do that balance, you have to consciously make that happen. You have to say, okay. I have to purposely do this. I have to make myself do it because, it, you know, in the beginning, it's going to be different because, again, if this is something you've never done before or it's been a long, long time since you've done it, you have to make it intentional about making it happen. And the more you incorporate that balance, it helps you raise your vibration in your womanhood. Okay, so I want to challenge you to really embrace your femininity because that is your superpower. There's nothing wrong with just being okay and there's nothing wrong with doing because those are both things that we have to be able to do but if we don't know when to balance it we become off balance and if we really want to explore all what our womanhood has to offer it will be impossible to do it without understanding the power in our femininity okay so that's it. That's actually all I had to share today. Um, I do hope that these four points help you. Um, womanhood is such a beautiful thing. And we all have something um, that we can embrace. We all have a power within us that we can unleash. But it's important to also understand that if you don't shift or pivot into doing something that will challenge you, It would definitely be a challenge to really embrace everything that your womanhood has to offer. Okay. And so I hope that this helped. I hope that this bless you this week. Before I close out, let me first say this. If you all are interested in being a part of my 12 week program, my waiting list is currently opening and I'm only taking 12 people. Okay. I'm only taking 12 people. And I would love for you to be a part of this 12 week process. Um, It's a really good program. And if you're a woman who feels like you're stuck, right? Like, man, I really want to elevate into my next level of womanhood. Then click the link in the show notes to sign up for the waiting list today. Okay. Also, please make sure that you are following me on Instagram and Facebook. My social media handle is Miss Tanya Speaks. That's M-S-T-O-N-Y-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. Okay. And also make sure 
that you subscribe to my podcast so that you can receive notifications on when the next podcast will drop and also leave a review. Okay, if you know that this podcast has helped you and it has blessed you, please leave a review on my iTunes. And also last and certainly not least, share this information. Okay, we share everything else. And if you know that this episode has touched you and you believe that it will touch and help other women, then please make sure that you pass this information along. Okay, because again, we do not want to transition out of a relationship and just survive. The goal is to thrive. All right. So thank you all again for tuning in this week. You all have a wonderful and amazing day and I will see you next time. <music>